0: Hi, it's David Polin. This is the hot button number 296. Tuesday nights all right for Snorin'. That was some bad singing, I'm sorry about that. But it's the best paid party of the year. Just remember, anytime you read anybody reference Hollywood's party of the year, they're selling you a marketing phrase that is completely untrue. But it's worse than that. Until recently, I hadn't really been paying attention to the decimation of the awards industrial complex that was happening as we defecate, um, celebrate the return of the greedy gloms. There'll be no Indie Spirit Awards for anyone not in that tent on the beach, which is now being paid for almost exclusively by companies being forced to buy tables at gunpoint to honor their nominees. They can't even get a cable network to run the thing on tape delay anymore, which likely means that Film Independent, still one of the worst names that an organization spent half a million dollars coming up with ever, thanks, Don, won't throw good money after memories, and whatever taping of the show there will be will be selfie-plus level. There'll be no SAG Awards for anyone not in that theater turned into a ballroom. They were dumped by Warner Discoveries, Discovery's TV, TNT and TBS after last year's show. And the Critics' Choice Award has somehow been suckered into trying to be everything to everyone, marginalizing the actual journalistic power of the group of 450-plus working industry writers in an industry where everyone is now a film critic by doing performative, multiple, less-than-Gotham-level awards for industry minorities, Asian, Black, Latino, and Doc and then putting on a super-stuffed, overstuffed, million-viewer, big show that last year was simulcast on both TBS and CW. The CCAs will appear on the freshly sold-off CW next Sunday, and it's pretty sure to be abandoned by the same next season. And there is worse news. The streamers have not come to the rescue. Anyone willing to step up to the plate by, quote-unquote, airing, (laughs) airing is not a thing anymore, I guess, any of these shows... And I guarantee you that the new owners of the CW would unload CCA in a minute if they weren't half pregnant with it when they closed the deal in September, which is not a smack of the CCA, just the way all of this is leaning. If anyone was willing, they could be airing all of these shows. Netflix, always being the fabulous starfuckers that they so charmingly are, could take over the ABC deal for the Oscar show at a new reduced rate because no one is overpaying like they used to. But Iger may decide otherwise. Disney is in the driver's seat of that relationship. But aside from that, for TV award shows, not the Oscars, we're down to one-year-old's birthday party of awards, the gar- garish gloats. There's some silver lining in all this shit sandwich. I may need to actually change the name of this newsletter to mixed metaphors. Maybe all of these groups can, for lack of a better word, regroup. Maybe they can get back to the place where they have an intimacy, aren't about funding the organizations first, And put some shows on that people actually may be clamoring to see. Maybe. Indie Spirits hasn't had a show as memorable as the cocktail event in the two hours before the show in well over a decade. So feckin' go for it, folks. Lose the big tables. Give away awards like they do auctions at big charity events. Give a better cocktail party. Throw away the scripted bits. Shoot it handheld on iPhones. Except some small stage in the corner. Make the people who mull around chatting with friends and movie friends not paying attention to the show after the first commercial break and not sitting down again until the big awards are giving out, given out at the end. Make that the feature of the show and not the bug. We all know what people love about this event, so go there. SAG, all about the speeches, all about the I am an actor bits. But everyone can watch those on YouTube, TikTok, and Twitter later that night and even the next day. How do you make this live event where actors don't act much Into something people want to see. It's a tough one. How about taking your camera where the audiences don't get to go, where actors are on a, wherever actors are on that certain date and time? Don't gather in a hall. Break the code and let the winners know in advance that you have, so you can set up a quality production. But so what? You're making a show for a dwindling audience. If the actors are home, go to their home. Let these personalities make whatever they want of the moment. If they want to stay in their pajamas, great. Dress up, great. Interrupt production, great. Share the moment with a Broadway audience during intermission, great. It's like a two-hour documentary on actors with 15 to 10, 10 to 15 live moments kicked in there. Could be interesting. CCA will first go back to Broadcast Film Critics Association, or since the TV side is actually more legit than the movie side these days, Broadcast Critics Awards, stop trying to make CCA a thing. Give out the Roger Thumb. Give out the Shale's Glasses. And simplify, simplify, simplify. There's nothing wrong with wanting to give awards to the under-awarded segments of the industry, but do you need six or seven shows a year only if you want to stay a marginalized group, which no matter how much crap they send you, actually us, I'm still a member, at least until I publish this, the group is a marginalized group. Do one marginalized group show, okay? Okay. Stop suctioning money out of the pockets of the industry selling ads and charging access for access to the group. Be the best partner for award season that any of these groups can be. Thin out the list of awards. Separate television and film again. Be an organization that actually supports theatrical and loves television. With due respect to Bob Bain, say goodbye to Bob Bain. Time for something new. Being the fourth best award show where someone tries to be funny and walk People walk onto a stage to say something we hope is compelling is not ever going to break through to become the second best such show. Now, the reason the Hose Feckin Predictability Artificial, Predictably Artificial Awards are back, that's the HFPA, but, you know, not, in great part, it's because they have a story, Hollywood's party of the year. It's a fake story, yeah. Do people in the industry have more fun watching it than the Oscars? Yeah. But this has never been true of audiences in real life. They've gotten some strong ratings on this show, but never more than Oscar. And for the most part, more than a third behind Oscar. The Glomus has never had 30 million viewers. The closest they ever got to Oscar was in the Oscar failures over the last three years. If the Gloses get anywhere near 15 million viewers this year, it'll be a huge win for them. I personally expect Oscar to return to the low to mid-20s in terms of viewership, low to tw- mid-20 millions. If the audience for the Globes stays under $10 NBC will cut the offer that they have to keep the show in the air to under $25 million, all in, with production, down from $60 million. These shows have about 13 minutes of commercial time per hour. NBC is strict with the show, so they get about 39 minutes of ad time on the show. It is highly unlikely that NBC is getting even a million dollars for a 30-second spot this year, much less the near $2 million they used to get for the show. If the show doesn't rebound big, that ad price will become under half a million dollars per 30-second spot. And that's the simple math of a degraded property. You can do some version of all of these shows on the cheap. So the Roku channel is always a possibility, but that's a survival posture, not a growth posture. Now, I was going to let the whole thing pass today, giving giving it as many column inches as I give fucks. About this stupid organization that 's giving their show tonight, but I spend a chunk of my day morning I spent a chunk of my day on Monday doing an interview for an upcoming international documentary on the hfPA and it reminded me that I do have a few more fucks to give. It is easy to shove the globes into the nothing really matters category of industry life. If the globes suck ninety million dollars out of the industry ecosystem, does it really matter it 's not like if they didn 't exist, the money would go to the house the homeless or feed the hungry. If you include streaming the other delivery systems, this is a $250 billion-a-year ecosystem. So why is anybody whining over a measly $80 million? I guess for me, it's my idea about ideals. I want Hollywood's foreign press to matter. (laughs) If they actually allowed the foreign press that covers Hollywood to be part of the group, it might be the most important award show in the world, with 500 to 1,000 members. The world keeps getting smaller, and American award shows keep ignoring this, with the occasional exception. But if you expand the group, your billionaire owner and his billionaire partner who owns all the trades and seems to be giving all the after parties this year because no one else would, can't manipulate the studios the same way, so you just don't do it. There was never a moment of serious consideration as to what would make the HFPA the best possible organization, just how to get the cash cow ready to start milking again. A lot of people make a lot of money on the Golden Globes. If they knew how scummy things were for years before the LA Times story... What makes us think they would see it any differently now? And they all knew. The LA Times story just gave some people who work for the broken hip film posers an opportunity to push back against more than a decade of overreach by these people who are mostly decent human beings when left to their own devices but turn into a group of abusive, dumb as a group, greedy, demanding jerks when the industry keeps kissing its overvalued ass. So we're back to put up or shut up. For every one of these awards groups that has the good fortune and ambition to be televised, which more than anything means more money and the power to make demands, here we go. Until tomorrow.